Planning on traveling this summer? Make saving at the pump part of your plans with two times the fuel points from Harris Teeter. It's easy. Download your eVIC coupon, and for every dollar you spend with your VIC card, you'll get two fuel points. That's up to $1 per gallon on quality fuel at participating BP and Harris Teeter fuel centers. Download your eVIC coupon today and save money at the pump all summer long with eVIC and Harris Teeter fuel points. Episode of the Ever Black Podcast is brought to you by Death Wish Hot Rods and Customs. Check out their Instagram for all their new t-shirts, caps, beanies, cups, and the all-new Atomic Death lineup. Hey, this is Trevor Sternad from the Black Dolly Murder here, and you're listening to the Ever Black Podcast. Hey, human scum, this is odorous from Guam. Going to the Fear Factory. This is George Corps, Commander Fisher. This is Gatsby Double Drop. This is Wade from Our Last Enemy. The Magnificent Two Thousand Feet. He is at Wednesday 13. This is Inside the Rex from Club Hill. This is Gatsby from Sepultura. You're listening to Ever Black Podcast. Thanks for joining us on the show again. It's great to see you, brother. It's been a, a very long time, but here we are. Yep. We're back again, back at it. And uh, how, how's everything going down there? What's what's happening? Yeah, good man. Thanks again for having us. Um, yeah, everything's 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 going well. Considering you know everything's just going well, really. But considering stuff, everything's going well. Well, um, life's good. We're just uh, we're getting back out to play gigs again, which is uh, it's been a while in between. In between drinks, so uh, mm. just super excited to, to play again. Um, and, you know, writing new music and working on new tunes and doing, you know, being in a band again, you know, playing music again, being in a band again, probably, right. you know. It's weird saying that, isn't it? Like... Man, like, this is the longest I've been without playing gigs, and I think, since, like, 2006. Or maybe something like that, like like for a long time. This is the longest I've been without yeah, playing playing gigs for, for a pretty long time. So it's kind of weird not doing it. Um it was it was odd, it was it was kind of nice to have a little break when everything uh did stop. Like whilst whilst when everything did stop, I was absolutely petrified. Um for a bunch of reasons, business and, you know, this yeah. sort of shit, work, all that kind of, all the, you know, the general, the same fear everybody else had. Um, but then on the other side of it, it was kind of nice to have a, it was sort of like, oh, let's sort of stop and smell the roses a little bit, uh, which is weird because we just released an album and we just wanted to go hard with it. But it was, there was, I don't know, you got you to gotta look for the, the positives and all that kind of stuff. So that was, that was kind of nice. But then after a few months of, of sitting around doing nothing, it was like, yeah, you gotta, you gotta get, <laughs> get back at it, mate. I, I yeah. know, I totally know what you mean there. But uh, man, I, I I can't wait. You're dusting off the amps and and ready to hit the road in, in support of uh, battle ready, mate. Yep. 
crushing track. Most cheesy, so- the most cheesy song title you'll you'll hear this year, hopefully. <laughs> um, it's Not so bad, quite. but hey, fuck it. Like it's it. good. It's good. It's good fun. It's all in the name of fun. That's the main. That's the main thing. This with the new tune. So yeah, man, we, we can't wait to get back out there. We um we've been working on heaps of new tunes. Um, and and that's the first one we've, we'll be releasing. Of of uh, we'll, we'll put some more stuff out later this year. But uh, yeah, it's just a fun tune. It's a, it's a groovy track, and it's kind of all about um, you know saying goodbye to the year that that you know that that are just that are just passed, and mm-hmm. let's move forward from from you know the ups and downs of it all, and and just have a good time and, and all that kind of thing. It's just it's a fun, it's a fun song, essentially. It is, and you know what? I haven't heard anyone say that about the track, the, the title, at all. I think it's a good thing. Oh, I think it's a good title. It. Yeah, I think it's a really <laughs> good title. I think it's a shit yeah, title. no, no, it is. It is. It is. I'm, just, I'm just poking fun at myself, really. <laughs> um. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, it, it it is pretty symbolic for for everything that's going on. I mean, it, it's like you're ready to get out there and just. Uh, tear the world apart really yeah well i mean and that's essentially what it is like all jokes aside the battle ready uh the, you know name of the song and and and, and yeah there's lyrics in there that, that says battle ready or not um yeah that's what it's all about it's like fucking throw it at what you want we're, we're ready to go you know like dish it up we're, we're ready we're ready to fucking do battle basically like when we go out on the road and we play shows we're going out to fucking battle, man, one hundred percent. Whatever life wants to throw at us in all its different shapes and forms, you know, and we're we're ready. Basically, that's what it's that's what it, that's kind of what it's about. And then it goes on off on a tangent in the middle of the song about um, rashes in people's pants and <laughs> things slipping down legs and all sorts of other odd fucking shit. But essentially, the song's about you know, hey. I haven't noticed that. I I I re listen to it. (laughs) One of my favourite lyrics in it is, uh, "I got this." uh, What is it? I got this. uh, Oh fuck! I forgot. I've written the lyrics. I can't remember what they are. I've got these new shoes and a cup full of booze. And let me tell you how I'm ready to dance. I've got a bold rash down in the seat of my pants, and I'm concerned on just how long it'll last. (laughs) That's amazing. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's it's a good one, you know. It's, it's, it's a good one. So it it's a bit it's a bit of a you know it's a bit of a like fucking you know fuck you to the year before. It's a bit of a let's get back out there and do it again. And then it's a bit of poking fun at ourselves and let's have some fun. Fuck yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah. Well, the video is awesome. I love the video. You're being chased down the street. It, it I, it's a really fun fun video. But did you regret coming up with it? Going, I've got to do all that running. <laughs> it was funny because um. When we when we came up with the clip, that was Mano's idea. The essential, the the premise of the clip, you know, he 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 was the sort of the brain behind that one, and um, and and that you know, like he's 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 the guy chasing me, and it's it's funny how men, like you know, you know, no, no, you know how fucking much of a bloody yes. sweetheart he is, yeah, essentially. Yeah, yeah, like, man, it. he's just the nicest dude ever, and um, and. It, he plays the, the the aggressor in the clip, you know, this menacing, and he and he pulls it off it really so well. well like, right? He looks so he looks so mean, you know, yeah. like but for a dude that's not mean at all, and um 
And then like, when we started doing it, and they were like, all right, you've got to wear a jacket, you know, you've got to look look a little shady, you know. We'll put a hat on you. We'll yeah, make yeah. you look a little shady and all this kind of thing. And um, and when we were shooting it, man, it was just the hottest, sunniest day ever. It was like just this beautiful, sunny day. Um, and it was just basically like, all right, let's get you to chase me down this street and climb over this handrail or whatever, you know, all this kind of stuff. Just just chase scenes essentially, you know, good old fashioned yeah. chase scene. Um, and man, between each, 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 uh, between each scene or between each shot, he's just like pulling the jacket off, just going off. Oh, <laughs> like, oh mate, he was just cooking. He was cooking. Yeah. And the scene, excuse me, just having a little burp. That's um, all right. The scene where, <laughs> the scene where, um, where the car, where, where we like run out onto the street and we stop the cars in traffic. Yeah. Um, so like we did that all, we sort of ran out the side of the building, up the footpath, out onto the road, had some friends driving some cars, stopped them. And we did all that like from outside of the building, even though it's like edited together, not in one shot, but we did it all in one shot. And, you know, we, we felt like we've gone and, um, you know, got the council permission to use the street or anything. We're just running around doing shit. So when we, when we're running out the side of the building, up the street, out onto the road, we've got two cars coming down the road. I stop the first car, pull the guy out of that, throw him to, out, out of it. And then Nano grabs the second car to chase after me. I take off in the first, Nano takes off in the second. Um, and and like, like I sort of like aggressively like get the guy out of the car, you know, get out of the way sort of thing and just get out of there. And then when Nano comes and gets gets uh, gets Jimmy out of the car, I don't know if you know. Uh, well, both both the guys in those cars are in cool bands, so I want to give them a plug. Uh, Pepperhead's like a really cool rock band from our area. The first guy in the car, that's his band, um, Kieran, and the second band is a sick punk rock band from the area, the Darrens. Um, so check them both there out. There you go. I have to check them out. Yeah, they're cool as. Yeah, they're cool as. Um, but when Nano's pulling pulling Jimmy out of the car, he's like raise him to the ground. I'm like, man, lay the boot into him. Like, really, like, just be aggressive <laughs> on him. Like, shake him around a bit. But each time we do, and we, 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 you know, we, we did that whole process, I don't know, 10 times or so. Um, you know, different angles, different shots, you know, working it out as we go, how to do it, all that kind of stuff. And, each, you know, some of the time we're running out and we're throwing someone to the ground, pretending to like beat the crap out of them and kick them. And then there's a car coming down the street or another <laughs> one coming down the street. And they're looking at us going, like, what the hell is going on? And we're like, oh, stop, stop, stop. So it was, it was, it was really hectic, actually. It was like, when we talked about doing it, it was like, oh, yeah, we're going to go and do this thing. Um, yeah, it'll be fine. Yeah, whatever, you know. And then when it came to the actual steps of going through and doing it, it was just like, this is kind of full on, you know, and, and, and like in the clip, it comes across like really fun and playful yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and, you know, kind of a little, a little bit hectic, but a little bit playful at the same time. But at the time it was just hectic because it was just like, as we run out from the side of the building, I can't see if there's any cars coming. So I'm sort of running out trying to do my thing, pretending to be a character or whatever. And then I'm also watching out that there's not a car going to hit me from coming from behind one of these cars and I'm running out from behind of these parked cars. And then, like, doing traffic, you know, there's no one there doing traffic control for us. It's just us acting like a bunch of muppets <laughs> in the street, basically. It was fucking hilarious. It was so much fun, man. It was so much fun. That's awesome. It did come out really, really yeah. good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah awesome. no, thanks, man. It was, it, was, it was cool, cool, cool fun. Well, you mentioned before you, you got some more tunes on the way. 
Have you been recording? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we, we, we've, uh, you know, we're like obviously, yeah, like every band, you're always writing your tunes, you're mm. always putting new things together. So there'll be a new album next year, I guess. Uh, we're not in like a massive rush to put anything out in terms of that. We've got something really cool coming up later this year, which um, I won't say too much about, but I'll give some hints of some, some cool shit happening in the, in yeah. the work. Um, so there'll be some more music re- released later this year. Um, and we started tracking that. And then we've also, yeah, we've just basically putting together all the songs, all the riffs, all the different ideas that we came up with through lockdown last, okay, uh, uh, maybe a month ago now, I don't know, a few weeks ago, we just, uh, we just, just got in there, tracked a whole bunch of drums, but tracked a whole bunch of songs um, as really good quality demo sort of things and just polishing things up. For, for another album down the track at some point, yeah. Oh, so um, keen. <laughs> yeah. There's some, and try to bring a little bit more groove back into mm. it, you know, like the first EP had a lot of groove with the elements of the blast and all that yeah. kind of stuff. And then the album came out and, and I think we, we got a little heavier. It sort of stepped up a little bit in intensity from the first EP. And I think we want to sort of bring a little bit more of that groove back into it as well for the uh for the next album and the next bunch of releases always keeping that you know those elements of grind at last and um just you know like hecticness but i think we want to bring you know a few more bring a bring a little bit more of that groove back into it as well that's awesome that's all we got you got Mm. a new drummer too don't you yeah kira smith so do you know despire what's that sorry Disparo, do you know Disparo? No. They're like um, really cool, like grindcore, like fast, they call it fastcore. I don't know much about fastcore, I will yeah. admit. Um, but Disparo do it really fucking well. <laughs> so check them out, man. They're fucking cool. They're really good dudes too. They've always been be, really good dudes. I'll go, I'll, um, I, I don't have a pen, but I can watch it back and I'll be I'll be searching all these these bands. You got the goods. Yeah, ch- <laughs> check it out, man. Yeah, they're cool, cool as fuck, man. Disparo have done heaps, they like... Um, they're like one of those bands that are, um, well, this is, this is, so Kieran, our new drummer, um, this is his band that he's been in. So he's, he's, he plays in a couple of bands. He's been playing with Aspire for a really long time. And um, they're just those dudes that, the kind of guys that just don't wait around and just go and do shit. Like, I mean, they did like a 65 show world tour. Um, I think it was in 2018 or 2017. Um, and they just went and booked, like I'm talking, they went and booked like, I think it was 65 shows, 70 shows like across Europe, America, Indonesia, like fucking Asia. I, I, don't, I don't know I don't know how many countries, man, but it was a lot. That's and they just went and did it off their own um, like can-do attitude, essentially. Um, they're sick. They're good dudes, man. And, um, and yeah, it was, yeah, got, been friends with Karen for a little while through the, you know, not, just knowing him through bands and all that kind of stuff. And, um, yeah, so it so happened that he ended up joining up with us. Yeah, that's awesome. Hey, well, yeah, uh, yeah it's it, it seems <laughs> like it, it's. I mean, the last twelve months were pretty shitty, and now it's all really seemed to to really pick up again, which is fucking awesome news, especially for you guys. You know, I think you know you guys are the leaders of of working hard as a band. That's what I think, anyway. So it's. If you guys are Thanks, going to be out there and doing it, it's it's 
there's going to be more people to follow. So yeah, yeah, I think well, I think I think like like when it comes to like um, bands starting to get back out there and starting to do things again and like all this kind of stuff, like a lot of bands didn't stop. Mm. They they were restricted in the way they could do things, but a lot yep. of bands are really and this is something that like um, I was super impressed by with bands like Fangs, bands like Astro Death. Um, you know, Flaming Wreckage got out there, um, kept things moving. Yeah, uh, there was, there's, a, there's a few really, really cool bands that, you know, like the world stopped, everything stopped, the whole music scene stopped. And some people just went, fuck, we're not stopping. And like, whilst we can't play gigs, we're just going to put out like cool content, cool videos, cool stuff. Like, because, you know, we're all consumers of music, we're all consumers of, um, you know, we all want want to be entertained, essentially, in some way, shape, or form, and and we all love our music, we all love our metal, love our riffs, and all this kind of stuff, and um and we we want it like we're that's the only reason I'm on social media, man. It's just so I can check out everyone's video <laughs> clips, and stuff, yeah. check out all the cool tours that are coming through, <laughs> and check out all the cool stuff related to music. If it wasn't for that, I probably wouldn't bother with social media. Yeah. Um. And there were some bands out there that, that really just took, mate, like, they, they didn't let it stop them. You know, it's, it's, they couldn't tour, but um, they just didn't let it stop them. And oh, that was really fucking cool. Right. I was impressed by that with a lot of, a lot of crew. Yeah. It was, as soon as you, like, you say, like, let's lock things down. Let's, we can't do this. We can't do that. The thing that I, I, I noticed the most was just, like, every musician was just, like, fuck that how can we make how can we get music out there like yeah we've got to stream it we've got to do this we're going to go to the end of the bloody world to you know edge, edge of the earth just to just to get our stuff out there we're not stopping you know and um i, I think that, yeah it's it just shows i think i think it's, it's something that shows how much this stuff means to us yes like to 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 us musicians yourself myself all these guys are talking about uh, guys and girls um you know, it's 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 compulsion. You can't you can't it's something you have to do. It's, it's in your blood. Doing it because oh yeah, it's it, it it's you just it's you have to do it. You have to work on this stuff and and move with it. It's 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 an interesting thing. Absolutely, no, no, I totally get it, man. It's in your blood, I, and you go crazy when you don't do it. Yeah, mental, mental. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm gonna have a quick sip, but. Tell you what, you're hitting the road, as we mentioned before, uh, in uh, May and June in support of Battlery. And uh, the tour kicks off on the Gold Coast at Moe's, one of my favorite yep. hangouts. Um, so why, why do you want to kick it out off on the Gold Coast? This whole thing, other than a, we're awesome. I'm not going to lie to you and make up some bullshit about, oh, the Gold Coast is our home. Where we like to play first. <laughs> you know, I'm not going to bullshit. It just it just happened that that's how the scheduling worked yeah. uh, with venues and, and times and things available. But the reason we wanted to do it at Moe's, and there is a good reason, is because the place is fucking awesome. There like, it's mate, true. how good a job, how good a job have those guys done on that venue? From when it first started, every step of the way, every six months, every year, you go back as someone from Sydney. Every time I go into that joint, there's something new they've done. There's something they've improved on it. There's something that they're working on on it. Like, uh, yeah, I'm always super, super impressed with, with what they've what they've created with uh, with their whole. 
Planning on traveling this summer? Make saving at the pump part of your plans with two times the fuel points from Harris Teeter. It's easy. Download your eVIC coupon, and for every dollar you spend with your VIC card, you'll get two fuel points. That's up to $1 per gallon on quality fuel at participating BP and Harris Teeter fuel centers. Download your eVIC coupon today and save money at the pump all summer long with eVIC and Harris Teeter fuel points. You know, music fucking... You know, shout uh, out to Empire, Christian basically. and crew. Hey, yeah, they're man, they're the that. best. They yeah. are the best. They are Mate. good, good, good people. Um, and the venue's fucking rad. So, what a perfect place to kick it off. And that's why we're coming back to the Gold Coast. There you go. Hey, with a little twinkle. Yeah, yeah. So, but, um, I'll put the no, man, that place is rad. You got a round of applause for that one. There you go. Yeah, cool. Um, <laughs> it's true. And then the next night, you're playing. Uh, was it? Uh, what's it called? Uh, it's a Southside of Hell festival. Southside of Hell. Before we get onto that, I want to talk a little bit more about Moe's. Okay. Because we're playing with the bands we were playing with, we have to talk about that. We've got Azrael, which are just pretty much fucking kings Legends. of fucking yeah Queensland metal. Dudes are fucking awesome. They're sick, sick, sick band. Uh, we've got Massic on the bill as well. Um, it's just fucking. Rift Monsters. <laughs> I remember the first time we played with those guys was like at one of our first times up at um we just released uh we just released like the first single off our first EP or something and we were playing Crowbar and uh and Cy was like playing like they were they were they were supporting us and they were playing before us and Simon was running around and just fucking owning it. Easy. And they were just ripping and I remember looking at Nano and I was just like, Fuck we got to get up next. <laughs> like, but he's, he's, they're a sick band, and he's a sick front man. Um, and also, fuck, Toddy from King Parrot, and his, uh, his thrash fucking monster machine with, uh, with um, just the two of them there kicking, yeah. kicking out the jams, man. It's going to be a sick show. Forest under construction. Good, good. Forest under construction. That's what I'm trying to think. <laughs> but How we could say, that, eh? yeah, I know. We, we could say fuck. F U C for anyone that's looking out. <laughs> F dot U dot C. Look them up, they're awesome. But yeah, man, it's yep. gonna be one hell of a night. I'm really, really looking forward to that show. You know? Yeah, man. It's gonna be sick. And that's gonna be our first show in fourteen months. By the time we play Sydney, it's gonna be a year and a half between Sydney shows. Like it's Excellent. been like November twenty nineteen was the last time we played in Sydney. So what the fuck? Um But yeah, as you were saying, the South Side of Hellfest as well. The straight the the night straight after uh, after Mo's is just a like massive lineup of bands. You that's one hell of a weekend, bro. Mm. <laughs> mate, mate, it's, it's gonna hurt driving home, eh? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm like thinking that. I was like, man, it's you know I know you're used to doing it, but they're two shows that I think are, are going to be you know all kinds of fun, all kinds of mischief, but uh. You know. Oh man, and after not doing it for so long, like yeah. fuck, it's just gonna be such a release. Oh, what are, what like, are you doing? Are you are you sort of are you sort of how are you getting yourself sort of back into it to, to prepare yourself for to physically to jump in there just and... getting shit faced every night. <laughs> um no, just kidding. Um that's an absolute joke. Um Yeah, well uh, I got this one for it. No, no. no. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Oh, I love it. I love it. Um, 
No, we're just, just, just doing what we would normally do. It's just, you know, jam regularly, go through the set regularly, jump around the yeah. the rehearsal room as much as we always do. Like, um, make sure that, you know, the blood's pumping as we jump around the rehearsal room. But it's funny, though, because then you, you, you'll know this, especially being a vocalist. Um, I, think, I, think, I think all musicians will, will know this, but I think especially as a vocalist, um, when the when you haven't played a gig for a little while or something, and you know you're jamming out the set, you're, you're good to go. But then all of a sudden, the adrenaline starts pumping when you get up on that, when you get up and start playing, and you burn through your oxygen way quicker. And then all yep. of a sudden, you're like, you're out of breath, and you're like, what's going on? You know, like why is this happening? You know, it's it's weird. Especially when you haven't done it for a while. So yeah. so no doubt that's going to happen because my adrenaline will be through the fucking roof. Um, but, then, but it's a weird feeling, yeah. So it'll be interesting. So. It'll be good, man. Yeah, because there was a there was a good period of time where where I wasn't jamming, and I got back into a room, and I was like, oh, I was like, oh man, you know, it's it's a different, it, it is different mechanics getting there in that room. Hey? Well, getting mm. getting into the room compared to getting on stage is two completely different things because you can go through the set twenty times yeah. over a course of weeks or whatever, and yeah. um, and you're fine. But then when you actually jump up on stage and the heart starts pumping and the adrenaline and all that excitement and you're just like, mm. yeah, it, it's, it's different. It, it, it's, it's such a, a, such a different thing. Like it's, it's a different fitness. It was not a fitness thing. It's, it's a mental thing because yes. it's like when, when, um, free divers, you know, they go free diving and they dive for five, you know, 50 meters deep for five minutes underwater. Um, that's all about like controlling your state of mind as opposed to having like way being a lot bigger lungs than the person that doesn't do it. It's all about controlling your mind, relaxing and all that kind of stuff. And I don't know where I'm going with this. But when you haven't done a gig for a while, you don't have, you have, it's, it's, it's the adrenaline and, yep. and, and the heart's pumping a hundred mile an hour. And when you do it, when you're doing it all the time, yep. you still get that adrenaline buzz. That's why we do it. But it's, it's different. You, you control it better. That's right. You know? 100%. It's a funny thing. No, no, 100%. I've noticed that. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. And you've got to get yeah. yourself back into that comfortable space mentally and and physically as well, I've found. But, you know. Yeah. But, you know, uh, talking about that, you know, uh, you're, you're a pretty crazy front man. You know, I've seen you dive off stuff, jump into things, but have you ever had an injury that sort of from playing live where you've done yourself a bit of mischief? Yeah. <laughs> um. I've actually got a really bad back. I'm, I'm an old man with a really bad back. I'm 38 now. But, um, <laughs> so I've actually got to be really careful. Like after we did, uh, after it's, it's, it's weird. I don't ever, like I, I've always been like the person that's like, I'm never going to slow down or all this sort of shit. But like after we did that last tour at the end of 2019 for the album launch, where we played, like we did 14 shows in 17 days across three countries. It was just like, fucking bang 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 and then all the all the stuff in between you know the moving around sleeping on in vans on the side of the road and all this kind of shit um but my knees at the end of the at the end of the tour my knees were just swollen up because i've had cartilage removed from i've had 50 percent of my meniscus removed from both of my knees um back from playing rugby when i was a teenager actually one of them was grinspoon 97 uh mosh uh, was a grudge fest in sydney my, my knee bent the wrong way um in a circle pit and i was 14 years old and i got carried out of there put in the st john's ambulance and i ran back in like an hour later i was like fuck it um so that was how i did one knee and the other one was like i don't know 
rugby or something. But um, so anyway, at the end of this, that tour, my, both my knees are just like full of fluid, like that. Because the way I dance around, I got this like, you know, stupid dance to hold sort of like Peter Garrett or something. Everyone always calls me Peter Garrett. Um, <laughs> but my knees are just so swollen at the end of that tour, man. Like I, I like I remember the last like three or four shows, I was literally hopping around on one foot. And I remember Youngie, I was chatting to Youngie one day and, and like he was telling me, he's like, he's like, when you start doing like shows where it's like two, three weeks straight of shows every night, he's like, you're not going to be able to keep doing what you do. There's no way. Your, yeah. your body just won't, won't cop it. And I was like, fuck that, man. I'll be right, you know? <laughs> and, um, and no, I got to learn that lesson. It's, 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 uh, <laughs> I'm like, no, you just catch it up. <laughs> I, I fell off stage once. I uh, fell down some stairs mid-show. And uh, smashed my knee up real bad to the point where I thought I'd actually broken it. And I remember standing oh. up there and feeling my the knee click and just go, I've got to finish this set. And then I was just, oh, I yeah. threw back the beers. And then the next day, it was like, man. When we, um, when we did the Thrash Blast Grind Fest at the end in 2017, I think it was, um, the first night was at the. Uh, I always get the two venues, Trifford and Tivoli, mixed up. Tivoli, Tivoli's the dome, yeah, yeah. right? Yep. Yes. So we played the Tivoli. Yes, that yes, was yes. the first night of tour, and um, I went to jump off stage. I've told this story a couple of times before, but I went to jump off stage to uh, to jump in the circle pit and run around the circle pit whilst we're playing. And Chris, you know, um, I keep burping. Uh, what's what's the band called? Fuck, mental blank. Chris from a band. <laughs> um, they're a sick it'll fucking band. So, uh, Brisbane band. Yeah, yeah. I jumped. I went to jump off stage anyway, and um, he's grabbed my legs. I think he thought that like there was like I was going for a stage so I so he was just sort of grabbing me, going, "Yeah, you know." But uh, but I wasn't. I was jumping into like a circle right behind him, so it wasn't like there was a mash of people together for for me to land on. And um, I just like, he just basically grabbed my legs, tipped me over, and I went from the Tivoli, the, the Tivoli stage, like head first. Like I'm talking mid-verse, I'm screaming as I'm fucking jumping. Oh, head, head first into the ground. And I'm, I'm sure you know that place pretty well. Like the yeah. the carpet there is just like a really thin layer of carpet and then it's concrete underneath. And I just yeah. went head first into the concrete. And I had this lump on the side of my head. Like, you know, when you get a bump that just goes whoop and yeah, pops up like, out of nowhere. Like Mount Cosia, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like it, it was like the, it was like the shape of a, of, of, a, uh, of a mango. It was like the size and shape of a mango. Off the, off the side of my head, it just went like just grew instantaneously. Like I hit the deck. I'm screaming. I'm mid verse. I stood up. Fucking like dazed and confused, seeing stars, still seeing, running around. Made my way back up on stage. Like grabbed my head, wondering if there's like like surprised I wasn't just like pouring out with blood. And then um, just you know finished the set. Got my way through it, and then at the end of the night, the uh, the, the manager that ran the joint, she's like, "All right, you've got to go to the hospital." And I'm like, "Nah, I'm all right." You know, I was behind the merch desk, and I'm all right. And she kept walking back like every 20 minutes just to check on me. She's like, "You're all right, you're all right," all this sort of stuff. And then um, and then on the way home before we went to the hotel, I was like, the guys were like, "Nah, man, we're going to the hospital. You got to fucking." We want to make sure you wake up in the morning. That's, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's it. like a, that's a, yeah. that's a heavy hit, you know. Yeah. It was huge, bro. The, the lump on the side of my head, mate, it was massive. Um, so I stayed in like the emergency ward till like three in the morning, and they just kept an eye on me. And then they were like, "All right, cool. It's been 
six hours since he did the hit, you're right to go sleep. But yeah, that was a bit hectic. (laughs) Mate. No, mate. No, no more of that. Yeah, I mean, let's hope not. Yeah. <laughs> but the next night, I was back up to the exact same fucking thing. <laughs> so, yeah. Well, uh, I mean, what else has been happening? I mean, you, you, there's a lot that's happened in the last since the last time we spoke. I mean, uh, was it Dead Set Records as well? You yeah, this is the first little release that we're doing with, with Dead Set Records. Yeah. Um, yeah, so we just, um, I mean, that's Youngie's little label there. Um, he manages us, so it's sort of, sort of, pretty natural sort of thing there, I guess, to, to yeah. do that. Um, yeah, so that's that's a pretty cool little thing. It is there's awesome. no like, there's no like hardcore contracts or anything like that, like majors. You know, we basically it's like, hey, we're putting some music out, we're still through this. Um, awesome. It's a pretty organic thing, you know. Like we've been we've been good mates with Youngie for a long time. He's been. Um, been a fucking good friend to us basically he's always always looked out for us looked after us and um yeah so it's just sort of a pretty pretty natural organic thing to do you've also been uh busy with cult etiquette pr as well yeah yeah so i started up um so i've got like i've got a recording as you know but i've got a recording studio in sydney here uh house fox studios um so i've been running that since 2013 it's yeah eight eight years June, I think June will have been open eight years. Um, and always been pretty active on the managerial side of playing in bands and all bands I've always been in and always been very active in, in setting things up and, you know, organizing things, booking tours, doing, setting up little festivals and, and just all that sort of stuff. Um, and then, yeah, so... I, got to work on sort of putting together a publicity agency uh, which I was sort of working on lightly through 2019 um, sort of piecing it all together and then uh, I was chatting with Dicey from um, from Soundworks he was doing the tour shout out to Dicey uh, mate he's the best he he's is. such a good fucking dude he is the best um, I was sort of chatting with him when we were doing the, the, the I Hate God tour with Black Reno and sort of telling him about what I was getting up to and just, just chatting to him about it. And, and he was like, ah, oh, yeah, awesome. Sounds great. And he was sort of really supportive in all my ideas. I was running a few things by him because I um, just appreciate his, his, uh, his opinion or all that sort of stuff. And, um, and just, I don't know, we just sort of connected on it a lot and we sort of ended up by, you know, at the end of that tour, we were sort of like, oh, why don't we do a little bit of this stuff together? And then we are sort of getting ready to launch it at the beginning of 2020, um, sort of maybe April or something, I think was the idea. And then, yeah, everything happened and it was like, well, let's maybe not launch a publicity company. Let's, um, let's see if we can not go under with our own jobs and our own, mm-hmm. you know, the studio for me, it was kind of like what's going on with the studio. I was definitely massive uh, survival mode for that. Um, because we didn't know what the hell was going on. Am I meant to be open? Am I meant to be shut? Am I meant to have three people? Am I meant to have one person? Am I meant to have five people in a room? We didn't know there was no real specific uh, information for such a niche business. Um, so it was really tricky that, um, so yeah, we basically put cult etiquette on on the back burner for a little while there, and then once we sort of once we sort of got our handle on that stuff, got back to getting it ready, and and then launched it, I guess six months ago now, um, which is yeah, it's just been awesome to be Mate, honest. It's just 
Scott. I, I will. I will say that uh, I've been super impressed by how professional you guys have been, and nothing but an absolute pleasure to to work with when you when you send stuff through. Like I really applaud you guys and how hard you've worked with it, but it's fucking awesome. You, I'm real stoked for you guys and proud of you dudes. Thanks, man. Well, I mean, like, I really appreciate that. And I appreciate your opinion, which is why, I, you know, before we launched it, I sent you the links to it all. I was like, hey, what do you think, man? What, what's, let me, you know, you know, like, very cool. You know, and and it was it's, it was nice to to have a friend like yourself um, to send that stuff to, and I sent it to to Chris at Heavy and and a couple of other mates, and was like, hey, we're we're gearing up to do this, you know, let, just letting you know. Let's. What, what do you think? All that kind of stuff. Um, and I think like the good thing, the good thing about, about it, about what we do, I think is, um, is the fact that me and Dicey, we both play in bands. We're both musicians. Uh, we both tour. We, we, like we were talking about before with bands that, that it's their, you know, compulsion to, to put music out. They have to work on this stuff. They have to be involved in it. Yeah. Um, we're both the same way. Um, and when we work for a band, we work for whoever it is, you know, we know just how much it means to them, man. Like, we, we get it. We fucking know. It's heart and soul. It's, you know, so we treat it like that. And um, it's good fun, man. And, and, and it's like, what a, what a rad fucking job, you know? We get to help bands like like Flaming Wreckage and, yeah. and Astro Death and The Amenter and, you know, um, King Parrot and Psychroptic and, and all these other sick, sick, sick bands. Crip Crawler, that's another sick one to check out at the moment. They're, they're just doing some working with them at the moment. Okay. Really, really cool death metal band from, um, really cool death metal band from West Oz. They've got that sort of uh, Florida death metal sort of vibes going on there. Some, you know, some, some, some hints of a bitchery and things like that and old school sort of vibes, but, you know, that modern approach. It's cool. Really yeah, cool. Awesome. So, yeah, it's, it's, a good, it's good, man. It's a good job. <laughs> man, that's that's unreal. I mean, you got a lot going on. You got a lot going on. So, uh, I mean, you got that. You've Black Rain. What what else is next? What's what what you got cooking up behind the scenes? You mentioned something before. You were like, oh, just give a couple of hints. Something was coming up. A couple. Of, you. But what, what's? Oh yeah, we'll, we'll have some. We'll have some more Black Reno music coming out later yeah. this year. Um. Yeah, there'll be something fun about it around that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you're holding back on me, mate. You're not spilling the beans. Spilling the fucking beans. All right. Fuck, I'll feel like a dickhead if it doesn't pull through away <laughs> right now. <laughs> Keep your secrets. Keep your secrets. All right. That's all good, mate. Everyone will be like, what were, you, what were you hyping up before? And I'll be like, oh, man, it didn't happen. Don't worry. <laughs> like, oh, oh, oh. oh, mate. Much like something else. I was... Yeah, no, no. I'll tell you. I've got a story for you. Anyway, well, Miller, it's been great hanging out with you. The new Black Reno single, Battle Ready, is out now everywhere. The tour kicks off on May 7th at Moe's, and we will have all the links down here. Brother, cheers to you, my man. Enjoy. Thank you, brother. Thank you so much for having us on the show. Much appreciated. Um, and everyone on the East Coast, get out to some shows. Check out the uh, check out the links. Check out all that stuff. We'll be doing uh, Victoria. Uh, heaps of New South Wales shows. So, yeah, East Coast, we'll be on. I'll have all the dates May and June. too. Yeah, just giving it an extra plug, you know what I mean. Yeah. <laughs>
Planning on traveling this summer? Make saving at the pump part of your plans with two times the fuel points from Harris Teeter. It's easy. Download your eVic coupon, and for every dollar you spend with your Vic card, you'll get two fuel points. That's up to $1 per gallon on quality fuel at participating BP and Harris Teeter fuel centers. Download your eVic coupon today and save money at the pump all summer long with eVic and Harris Teeter fuel points. 